Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Welcome to part two of my interview alone. Hennessy wasn't there. <laughs> what funny thing can I say? <laughs> Welcome to part two of my interview with the author, educator, mother of, a uh, single mother by choice, Rachel Simmons. <laughs> uh, Hennessy was also in the room and it was 900 degrees. <laughs> Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. So you're broken hearted. You're like, I got to write this book. Do you just like tunnel vision? Right, liter- no, I watched Sex in the City for like a year. Okay, and then I'm like late. Are you book. getting up writing? Yeah, trying. I like mostly am writing things on little index cards, like "Don't call her" and taping it next to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really? like, so, yeah, yeah. It's so sad. It was right. It was so sad. It was it's like, cute. here are all the people you can call instead. Right. That's what I. I was reading a book called. Um, it's called a breakup because it's broken. Right. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen that book? No. It's so good. It's it so is? Healthy. Yeah, no, it's like called actually really called a breakup because it's broken. It's very, yeah, it's very helpful. Mm. I just want to recommend it to everyone. Don't buy my book, buy that book. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, <laughs> did you, were you living in your nice apartment in Park Slope at this yeah, time? Yeah, that was a really nice apartment because uh, all the, the bullies of America definitely like bought me my first apartment. In and York. what about your Thank dog, you. Rosie? Oh, Rosie. You had, you had Rosie I at this time. I had my little Rosie, my Westie. Um, and then... You're, are I had you, Rosie in a succession of failed relationships. That's great. Yeah, it was great. A lot of therapy. Um, a lot of craft beer. D- did you ever? Did you have friends that you had when you were Oprahizing and Today Showizing that you, you were like, you know, like showbiz friends? And then we're like, oh, you're not really my friend. Like, did you have that? Um, not really. Wow. I okay. don't know. I, a- I was never like. 
I was never that into that right. world. I don't know. After I was like, I just wanted to do my thing. I and just wanted you, to buy hats at Barney's. I right. know that sounds really dumb, but I probably could have been more of a player than I was. Right. It's then you have to work. It's like so much work I'm and not, fakeness. I, I can't deal with fakeness. I honestly don't think I fully understood what had happened to me, right. and I was just like happy that I didn't have to go to law school. If you could go back and talk to that twenty-seven-year-old, what would you say? Besides, <gasps> stop, stop, stop buying fucking hats at Barney's and put that into a five twenty-nine for your future child, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What I? Oh yeah. Um, right? I mean, exactly. Like, come on, man. Shit! I wasted my money on. Okay. God. <laughs> it's so specific too. Hats at Barney's. I was so because proud of there the hats were at Barney's. There were things I, you know, we would fly. We would waste so much fucking money yeah. on stupid shit. Yeah. Um. You then wrote "Odd Girl Speaks Out." Yeah. Let's pretend that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Next. Next. The Curse of the Good Girl. Yeah. No, that was the book that I was like heartbroken for. Right. Yeah. And that is. But that's sort of a drama of the gifted child kind sequel. Of. Yeah, a little yes. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about just like what happens when you grow up trying to please other people. Right. And, you know. Which is what most women do. Yeah. Um, and now this new book, Enough As She Is, is fascinating. Now, I, as I was reading it, then I had to write down the shit that I wanted to fucking talk to you about. Okay. Number one, because I have a 16 year old son and a 21 year old son. Here's the one thing that I have to say about my sons, which I don't know if this is a new thing. Both of I don't know if it's because they have lesbian p- parents, but both of them have best friends who are female. Mm. Is that a normal thing? It can be, sure. I mean, Henry has friends who are girls, but Ben's best friend in the whole world, Harley, they're just like best friends. Totally normal, especially as you get older. You know, I mean, he's 16. Like, I didn't have... That... that, that generation is so much woke so much more woke, woke. Than... yeah it's another one i fucking hate but it's true i never have to explain myself to anyone under y- your son's age right you know ever anyone my but age you're gonna and explain older, yourself to me i will so. continue to for the rest oh god we life. left the door open all right so it's um so that's one thing i noticed um I also feel like because they have lesbo parents, they never think a woman can't do something. You know, it's, yeah. right. So, and they th- probably are attracted to strong women. Right. Um, I think it's totally normal. Okay. So, these are the things as a mother of a 16 year old mm-hmm. selfies. Yeah. I go on, I go on the internet, I go on. <laughs> I will go on the Instagram and I will go on the Twitter. I don't have Snap. Fuck it. I can't even deal. What is Snapchat? The, you you make a thing. You text with pictures. And why are you looking at your phone? Because the reason why I'm looking at my phone is, is it that better my, be SD. my daughter has one parent and you're looking at her. And I love there her. are SD. SD. Okay. So Jewish. Um, and there, my sitter is sick. And Who I've is had it? to. Well, her name is Alita. She's sick. Not I've had to. No, actually, she is Jewish. She is? Yeah. Alita? Alita, E-L-I-T-A. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. It's a half-hearted bell ring. I so know. Alita's sick, and I had to, like, enlist 17 different people to, like, I know I my used kid to have today. to do that. So that's why I was looking at the phone, okay, just to make sure right. the transition's going that. okay. So go ahead. All right. So go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I have these questions because... um Turk. <laughs> Okay, so I go on and I'll look at like my kids' feeds. Uh, Is that what it is? You want to know what Snapchat is first, or was that just? Oh, Snapchat is opening. I tried to find out last night. Do Snapchat? What is it? Snapchat is when you can send somebody a picture or video and it disappears in ten seconds. Right, but it doesn't really disappear. Well, only if you take a screenshot of it or you somehow save it. It really does disappear. You can also have a Snapchat story, which is available to anyone over the course of twenty four hours, and after that, it disappears. And what's what's the purpose of that? That they have no attention it's actually span? actually pretty cool. No, I mean, the purpose of that is, so if you think about Instagram, Instagram is like a much more permanent thing, right? right? It's there forever or as right. long as you're willing to have it up there. And so therefore kids, especially kids, take much more care to have a perfect post. Right. Whereas if you know something's going to disappear in 10 seconds, you can be way more authentic, right? right? You can make like, oh, a funny face. You can like take a picture of a booger. Like nobody cares. Right. It's not like a, you know. But I look at some of these photos. What are you t- videotaping? Yourself? Yeah, okay. A little bit. Hi. I I look at these 
Instagram. They're like so provocative. I mean, these girls dress up. It's too much with the. Oh, you mean like with the booby showing and everything? Yeah. What is that? Okay, um, I have this whole. This is one of the major topics I wanted to discuss with you. The fact that you know, I you know, I'm a feminist. I, you should wear whatever you want to. But seriously, like, do you have to walk around with your tits hanging out and your ass hanging out? Well, like, I don't get it. I don't. It's like, yeah, you don't get uh, why it's seen as like a badge of empowerment. It is a really tricky kind of divide in feminism. Because I feel like it's because guys are fucking, you know, pigs. Straight guys, straight men, well, you know, they objectify. And they don't have to cover their nipples. Right. They don't have to cover anything. No, Free the nipple. Yeah, but they have to cover. You never see their fucking cocks. You know, it's like, you know, and then they get, I don't know. I just feel like. Sorry, what are we talking about? I, it, do you think dressing provocatively, <laughs> and I'm not just saying like, oh, you can see, you know, my cleavage. I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Like really bad, right? Like really. You could. Yeah, no, I got you. What do you think that's empowerment or is that I need attention from guys or I think, I, it, just depend, I think it depends on the person like look I don't want I wouldn't want my daughter when she's in eighth right. grade or 10th grade necessarily posting really revealing pictures of herself. Now, I say that as a parent, to her, it might feel like a way of expressing herself, saying, like, I'm in charge of my body and how my body is going to be seen. The problem right. is, what I say to girls all the time is, you're only seeing, typically among your friends, a certain kind of body being shown off on right. Instagram. It's a body that complies with the rules of society around right. being thin. And so if we were to see a wider range of bodies being shown off right. as a sign of empowerment, I'd be more inclined to think, yeah, that is absolutely like a feminist thing to do. Right. But it seems like a very narrow version of what is sexy, which in turn kind of makes it a little fishy that this is absolutely empowering. Like, like it's empowering on whose terms. When is cottage cheese on the back of your legs going to be sexy? That's what I want to know. Wow. I, I was think like, it's so fucking sexy. I love a little, a little cellulite, a, a little, little dimples, really? on, on the back of the thighs. Ah, uh, something to bite into, you know. All right, <laughs> what, what did you just turn into? Fucking Spanish? What is that? Oh, I don't know. Did okay. I? Did yeah, I get an accent? You did. That's I a Hawaiian. Felt, That's can, a Hawaiian. Can you break into like Despacito now? No, but I can break into um, pigeon Hawaiian accent. Oh, guys, nah, I like when biting the thighs. All right, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of Despacito, have you ever seen the lyrics in English to that song? No. It's a lot, speaking of sex. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. I just didn't realize. Um, nice. I have noticed, um, by the way, you interviewed 96 girls for this book mm -hmm. between the ages of 15 and 24, mostly middle class, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there are, all right, so I, I've noticed a lot, and I hang around, you know, I hang around with comics all the time. Um, a lot of apologizing. The women apologize a lot or are concerned or worried about other people's feelings. Where the guys are like, fuck that, fuck that shit, fuck, you know. The amount of time we waste feeling bad is, I'd like, I think about, if I could get time back, it would be the hours I've spent, like, Picking my cuticles, feeling like I did something I forgot wrong. Forgot about the cuticle picking. Yeah, I'm not that bad yeah. anymore. I'm really? Not, yeah, yeah I stopped. Good. They look yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. Um, but Polish. Polish? No, I can't. That's too much. Um, but the amount of anxiety, like you talk a lot about anxiety and depression in this book. Yeah, and ruminating. I think you're talking right. a lot about like Rumination. Yes, rumination. Yeah. Yeah. You just made that sound so Jewish. But <laughs> I know. I was just gonna I went to go like, to the bell. Rumination. Rumination. Sorry, I just felt like that. Um But the, there is what is that? That rum like just, So it's a thing that women and girls so ruminating is perseverating, overthinking, like nice. repetitively perseverating. Yeah. Like persevere. Yeah. Right, except but not in a good way. Right? right. It's like going around and around in your head about something. Right. Without solution. Right. And not only do women and girls disproportionately ruminate, but it's linked to anxiety and depression. Right. And it's linked to binge eating. Mm -hmm. Check. Sorry, these are all Jewish. It's, yeah. uh, it's linked to um, a loss of motivation. Mm -hmm. uh, not so much. Yeah. A loss of problem solving skills. 
And a lot of people don't know what it is, um, especially teenage girls. And right, I you can't realize. identify it. Yeah, so they're thinking to my, they're thinking to themselves like, oh, I can't stop wondering why this person hasn't texted me back, or if I sounded right. stupid today in class, or whether or not this person's mad at me. And I think that by thinking about it a lot, I'm getting closer to solving the problem, which I'm not. And a lot of people just do that. They, we think like, oh, if we keep thinking about it, we'll, we'll be in control, but right. we're not. But don't you think there's less rumination with social media? Because I would ruminate pre- Pre being able to text and, you know, yeah. you could ruminate for days until right. you talked to the person or s- bumped into the person. Like right. now, don't you think the rumination period is shorter? Uh, that's a great point. Thank you. Um, I, um, check her. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I do feel like, uh, yeah, the rumination can be shorter, but it can also, you can also ruminate more because... Yes, you might get an instant answer, right. or you might not get an answer, and you know somebody could be answering you. Right. Oh, that's so, true. Right? That and true. you like, can see when they were last online, yeah. and you know that, oh, they saw my thing, but they didn't right. say anything. Right, what and social media. So people who build apps for social media are building that insecurity right into the infrastructure, right, right of the platform. So in other words, when you know something's been seen, like NIC just said, then you know that someone right. has seen something. Like, for example, the red re- read receipts on text. It's like, well, right. why didn't they respond to me? I know they just saw it. That goes right I don't even, ass. how do you even do that? Don't tell hey. her. Just don't tell her. Oh, no, don't never. Don't tell her. Never no, tell her I how to do that. I disabled it from her phone. Yeah. You, you did? Should, it would, it, Fuck I, yes. I actually feel like you'd have a nervous breakdown. <sighs> yes. You disabled the... Kid. Yes. Okay. So you... Um, <clears throat> He's like your handler. You say <laughs> that there's an epidemic of stress... There's twice as many girls uh, are as boys are depressed, but, and also what I find interesting is that you say there's more loneliness since social media. Yeah, and that's not my data. I mean, there's definitely that's right. The, that, there was a great article in the Atlantic last fall um, by Jean Twenge, who's a professor at San Diego State What's her University. Name? Jean Twenge, <laughs> take her. <laughs> Anyway, it's Jean Twenge. <laughs> what? Hi, Jean Twenge is not hers. <laughs> Twenge? That sounds like, you know, a twang or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. A tinge of twang. <laughs> Jean Twenge is not hers. How can I help Judith you? Gold, cutting to the heart of the content. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. So Atlantic Jean Twenge. Yeah. Um, I'm saying. So the Atlantic was it? She published all this data in her book, iGen, which is all about how social media is basically causing the decline of youth and civilization, right. but certainly linked to more loneliness. I actually believe, and I just wrote an article in the Washington Post about this, that in part that first of all, if we blame social media for loneliness, then it's like we're taking the blame off of adults for right. doing things that actually cause loneliness in kids, like right. pressuring them to work all the time right. or, you know, helicopter parenting and not letting kids, like, form relationships on their own right. or do things in an unstructured way. So, like, there's plenty of blame to put on us as parents. We don't need to impugn social media. Um, and then the other thing is that I'm just not sure that social media is the cause of loneliness as much as kids not necessarily. Like, my demographic that I'm looking at right now is young adults. Right. And I think a lot of them feel like if they're not busy all the time, they're doing something wrong. Uh, yeah. Like, they have to be always occupied, which means that even if they're around other people, if they're always working towards a goal that has nothing to do with hanging out, then mm-hmm. they don't have meaningful conversations. So, th- like, that- do you remember going to college and just, like, doing nothing? Right. I, I do. I, I, I remember that... They don't do that anymore. Right. But I also remember as a kid, uh, uh, I'm bored. I'm going to go outside and find something to do. Like yeah. no one goes outside to find something to do. But it's partly because there so many kids are have have structured lives. Right. 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 Like they're, they're always yeah, it wasn't activities. like. Right. It wasn't like my mother was like, Judith, let's go. We have a violin, piano right. and basketball. Yeah. OK. <laughs> I know. My sister's always like, she didn't take us anywhere. <laughs> Whatever. Um, you. I think there's something about the fact that these kids don't know how to be bored. Yes. Do you know what I mean? 100% and that, agree with that. And I have talked about this, uh, that so many great things are created from boredom. You know? Yeah. Art, you know, just, you know, arts, engineering. Crime. Yeah, crime, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, you say the girls... The confidence of girls. Wait, can we go back to your point, which yeah. is really smart? I'm sorry, what? I didn't hear that. Um, 
I want to no. She knows how to right. get you to shut up. Yeah. yeah. No, I want to go back to the point, which is, um, I agree. So what happens is, just to continue what you're saying, when the kids are bored, they think boredom is lonely, right? Because they don't know how to not be doing something, right? And so they mistake like a lack of doing something for loneliness, unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Because I do think being on your own and being unstructured and being bored is a skill, right? So um, I mean, it's hard. I know. I mean, take it to the next level, being self-employed as an artist and going, oh, my God, I have no work. I have to create, you know, Mm -hmm. there's this I have to be creative, but I have to make a fucking living. You know, there's this whole, oh, my God, I'm not busy. And then when I'm busy, I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I wasn't busy so I could create. And then when I'm not creating, I'm like, when I'm not busy, I'm like paranoid that I'm not, you know, it's just it's a fucking vicious circle. I'm in the same spot. It's so horrible. Yes. Um. You say confidence bottoms out in ninth grade with girls. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Confidence bottoms out. I mean, and com- that yeah. and that confidence doesn't equal confidence. Right. And I think one of the one of the things that I think we've we've done a really bad job of is assuming that just because we're giving girls lots of opportunities that they have the confidence to take advantage right. of them. Right. right. Like we have structurally changed the world for girls, which is awesome. But right. there are a lot of vestiges of like psychologically being told that you're less than and experiencing life as less than right. that girls are still catching up to. I also think that, and this goes back to overthinking, that when you are socialized to please other people, you have to spend a lot of time worrying about what other people right. think. What other right? people That's, think, yeah. It's not just that you're you're being enculturated, to use a big word, to take care of people. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Decker. It's also, <laughs> just to make sure we walk that back to, where we're, to the level that yeah. we're really speaking yeah. at. Yes. But like if you've been enculturated to take care of other people, then you're also spending a ton of time, like you said, like expending a lot of inner resources, right. worrying about have you pleased them? Are they mad at you? Right. And so that's a real problem and it cuts into your confidence if you're always worrying because it's like we make fun of men for being like I don't know what that person thinks I don't right. care or like what's the inside of like right. have you seen if you google this or you go on YouTube you can find like the inside of Homer Simpson's head like all oh, the really? different ways that they've made fun of Homer Simpson's right. inside of his brain it's always like a Mickey Mouse going like right because right? he's not dwelling on anything and we make fun of that but there is some truth to that Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked to my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Now, you, uh, what? I got snaps from Hennessy. That's, not, that? that's a college oh. thing, getting snaps. Yeah, it used to, that's a hippie thing from like, it is? Seven, yeah. Oh, we do a lot of beatnik. snapping in college. It's a beatnik hippie 60s. thing. Yeah, 60s. 
Um, you talk about how to when you because most girls are like I'm fat. I'm really fat. I, which I say all the time, like because I am. I mean, a little, you know. But anyway, but you, the, you, kind of give advice on how a parent should talk to their daughter when they're unhappy with their body. Yeah, and by the way, like the first thing you should do before you even talk to your daughter is just like check yourself and make sure you're not the one who is modeling. I'm so right. fat and I'm so gross and I didn't eat. You know, I ate too much or I right. was good today or I was bad today or look at that woman's right. body. Because that's where a lot of girls learn it is either from other girls or from the women in their lives. Right. Now, how does this fat fuck Donald fuckface fuckhead like how did these guys 229 239? What is he? Oh, yeah. I know. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) But how did these it's like I don't understand like these guys are fat like you even watch like sitcoms. The guy is so fucking fat and the the woman is like "Ah." it blows me away. What is that? I mean, the 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 um, tolerance that we have for like men's ability to kind of cross the conventionally right. beautiful line, right? It's it's it almost. I mean, in a way. So I don't know why this makes me think of this, but like we also show tolerance to women around masculinity, right? So we let women be much more masculine than we let men be feminine. I don't agree with that. It is absolutely true. I think that. Well, I guess from a female perspective, I always thought like when guys who were really like, and like women, straight women love them. Yeah, dude, they get straight completely women, like put in fucking closets. But when right. they're, like, also if you're a gay grade. man and you're more feminine, the oh, gay, I know the rest of the gay I, male community get, fucking hates you. I get, I get no one wants to fuck you on Grinder. They're like, right. I want a masculine dude. I'm a mask right. for a mask. Right. Not that I know anything about that because okay. I'm straight. No, but I'm just saying, you know. I've always felt like being a big dyke in show business is is less appealing. Like there's drag queens. Having they have shows pussy. about drag queens. They don't have shows about drag queens. Yeah, I see where you're that. Because you were born with a pussy. I don't make as much sense as a trans female. You don't look at trans males because I was born with a pussy. They were born with cocks. Do you have so to they say pussy say, and cock? But that's what it boils down to. It's all about our okay, peepees, but right? I'm talking... Oh, we've had this fucking fight before. I'm talking about females who are masculine as adults are not at, you know, it's sorry I'm agreeing with you but but men who were you know it's like uh, all right will and grace I guess I was thinking about it more for young people okay sorry. I think you're right I think you're right I'm sorry what taka 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 everybody she was right um <laughs> um go ahead Seventy percent, seventy-seven percent of kids girls. are assholes. What? <laughs> Do you think Estee's going to be an asshole? Uh, it's my worst nightmare. Okay. Don't you think it's amazing that you had a fucking daughter? Yeah, you haven't even mentioned I'm a single mom by choice. Oh, single mom by choice. Very proud. Um, do you? It uh, is amazing. I mean, it's super karmic. Yeah, right? awesome. I mean, because usually when you, it's, thank you. You know, usually it's, it's a, awesome. it's a, yeah. it's a boy. A lot of times with the lesbos. Yeah. Um. You, she's so girly too. And I know. Everybody Isn't looks that... at me in town and thinks, "Oh, of course, like Rachel Simmons has this like crazy feminist daughter and like doesn't let right. her kid watch." I mean, uh-huh. literally, like we have personally funded the Disney Princess merchandise. What about industry. my kids? Are like <laughs> they're so fucking boys? Are they <laughs> not uh, like literally? I want to kill my like they smell. They were throwing oranges at each other the other. I was like, "Can you fuck?" Like they're just they beat the shit yeah, out of each be, other. Yeah, they're being guys, right? I but mean, there's nothing like I'm like. Don't you want to go to a play? Nothing. Does she like Barbie? She hasn't learned about Barbie yet. She just likes all the princess stuff. She thinks she's a princess. She's also discovered makeup, which she and jewelry. I mean, it's out of control. That's so She like anoints herself with like everything in the morning before she goes. Sorry, that was me. No, that was me. It was. Yeah, I went like that. Her podcast will be the most feminine feminist. It's so. All right. So this I found interesting. 77% Seventy-seven percent uh, of girls turn to their mothers for advice to achieve goals. Eighty-six uh, percent of parents make them feel braver and better. And yeah. I mean, you yeah. think it's like parent? I feel like a lot of parents are like, oh, "I have no control." They're with the kid in it. But I think that after reading this, like, I parents have a major influence on you yeah, know. Totally. Um, 
I I think that it's very um, problematic to say that teenagers are determined to totally separate from their parents. Right. And that parents can like leave some food and water outside the door and right. like, they're fine. Right. Right. Like actually teenagers really care about what their parents think and say. It's just that they connect with us in very unsatisfying ways. Right. Like. Right. But rolling your eyes, rolling their eyes at you and like telling you that you're clueless and, you know, acting like you have no idea what's going on. That's all a form of connection. It's just not like the way they used to connect. Like my six-year-old thinks I'm pretty awesome, but a few short years from now, she's not going to do that at all. It doesn't mean she's not connecting. Just means she's like trying to negotiate who she is with me, right? Um, so I think that that's why I wanted to include that data to say that just because your kid thinks acts like they think you're clueless doesn't mean they're not still paying attention to you. Do what do you we'll say? We'll play that back for you in ten years. What do you say? You're a parent of a a very attractive, beautiful child who's like, I'm fat. I love it. Like, what do you say to that? That child. Yeah, we didn't. We, it's good to get back to that. Um, I think you say like, what what makes you say that? Like, what? what okay, what that's good. You, I mean, why are you saying? Yeah, yeah, and like, how are you feeling? Also, like, because sometimes I think girls will say, you know, I feel fat or I feel ugly because it's actually like a way of talking about a deeper feeling that they're right, having. Right. Like, I feel insecure. Or I feel lonely. Or I feel like I'm not that well liked by my friends. Right. So, I think it's important to say, like, and how are you feeling? And what happened to, did anything happen today to make you feel that way? Right. Um, maybe they didn't weren't accepted by their friends and they've decided Why to interpret Why are girls that. so cunty? <laughs> I mean, I know. They're more thinking. Like episode title. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. It's like with, like, Henry, you know, I have two, the son, it's like. Yeah, let's play. Yeah, they don't get mad at each other. It's That's like, not true. Guys totally get mad. At I each mean, other. they do. They just... They're like they'll think they're assholes, but it's all right. I, this is a really horrible example, but I was thinking about this when I was reading your book. Like, fuck orange fuckface, the president, and Rocket Man. Okay, okay. So they have this feud where they're calling each other names, and and now it's like, oh, they're friends. Like two women. Would never get over true. that. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, what is that? Yep. I. Uh, well, I think it's a couple of things. One is that I think that guys have much more practice, mm-hmm. like talking trash to each other. Right. Like even like um like I'm even I was I listen to Pod Save America. A I lot. do too. Yeah. I even though they need a girl on there. Yeah, they have once in a while. No, I know, but they're very. They it's very Judy. broy. It's very broy. It's all. Did we discuss? Who did I, feel I discuss? Like maybe we talked about this on text. We might. Yeah, yeah, about it. yeah. I think we texted about. But them. yeah, one thing you you can notice about them is that they roast each other Sorry. all the time. Right. They like take the piss out of each other to use like a British phrase. Right. right? But comics do that. Like I do that yeah. with my comicy right. friend. So yeah. you have a. But that's like being comfortable both kind of. Um, insulting someone and being insulted, that's like a skill or a muscle that you have to flex. And if you don't do that a lot, then it comes as like a really Right, like, but sting. laughing at yourself is so fucking funny. Like it's it so funny. Right. you. No, I did a roast. I was about to say, how many roasts have you done for women? Zero. I'm doing the Gloria Allred roast. Okay, but like okay. how many roasts happen for women? That's Never. How many but women? How right, many times? No, case. but I'm just saying, you're on the dais- so I d- this is true. I did a private roast that I'm not supposed to talk about in New Jersey. I was on the day. De- I was the only woman, of course, on you know that was roasting. Was it for the- Bruce Springsteen? No, a little bit. Uh, of a- no, it wasn't even anyone. John Bon Jovi. No, it wasn't even anyone famous. <laughs> All right, and so Chris Christie. I no, <laughs> but close. No, I so. I knew every joke about me was that I'm a dyke and I'm gigantic and blah blah blah. And I'm fine with that because I know I knew all the guys that were roasting me. I was like, okay, that's funny. One said, you know, she's so huge. <laughs> Her vibrator is like is a bald guy having an epileptic fit. Okay, <laughs> which I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. All right, so then there's a guy that goes on that's a sports guy, you know, and he but. He goes on after I've already listened to 800 jokes about how I'm a big dyke and I'm huge, right? And he, I don't really know him that well. And he says, calls me uh, Ron Ronkowski. Who's the football player? Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronkowski. The and it's like, Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because uh, Judy Gold also knows. And I was just like, really? Like, that is, and I never get upset about things. Yeah. But I was just like, all right, enough. That's, but that's so random that that's what you got. 
that's the one thing I got upset about. Was it because he didn't know you? It could be, and it, yeah, and it's like, come on, it's make it, it it's, just seems it's like too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. You know, I don't know. Like, well, the, yeah, like the vibrator the most... joke is fucking hilarious it's because funny. it's not like it's creative, right? Right. It's like oh, I'm going to the football play. So Fuck did you. it upset you because it wasn't funny, or it was? I don't know if it was a ping, like because mm-hmm. I got. You know, because every day I went to school and got called Bigfoot and Sasquatch, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it was every fucking minute. Like, from the minute I fucking walked out the door. Claude, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Orca. Like, it was just like, all right, enough already, you fucking asshole. So, I don't know if it was that, but I don't know. So, that really pissed me off. Um, Yeah, but I do find the... I like that. I think it's funny to be... To be made fun of, like in it by people I know who I know love me, and you know, yeah, like I can't like, stand it. Like SNL, I am a girl. like if you could have been parodied on SNL, would you be upset about it? Hundred percent. Oh, I think it was the fucking funniest <laughs> thing, and I'd be like, oh my god, I've arrived. Like, how face. are you ever friends with Judy? Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You were pretty. Yeah, I'm normal. <laughs> I feel like gentle. I can do like gentle jokes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't know about like, you know. But I do want to make the point again that I don't think girls and women get permission to like talk shit about each other. Right. And I will say one yeah. last thing about this, which I'm I think you will find interesting. Yes. Um which is that when girls are observed playing on the playground, well, actually, I, I'll never forget this. So when, there's a difference between how boys and girls fight on the playground. Mm-hmm. So when boys tend to fight over a game on the playground, they tend to be like, okay, what are the rules? Right. Like, they revert to the rules. And they're like, okay, whoever has the right rule gets to right. like continue. And then they continue playing the game. Right. When girls have a fight on the playground, they just like are like, fuck you. And they walk away and the game's over. The game's over. Right. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. So in other words, conflict, Or even if they do talk about it, the game is still over. And now they're having like a bonding moment. Yeah. And that, thank you. You, and that's a really good point, which is that oftentimes for girls, there's like oh, a um, <laughs> um, there's a there's a way in which girls end up forming bonds as a result of conflict. So it's like, oh my god, Hennessy, can you believe Judy? And like, what an asshole she is! And right? Like, right? Like, oh my god, I'm let's so, go to lunch. Right? Okay, cool. Totally love you. Okay, love you. Okay, see. And now like Judy. Yeah, it out. is a triangle thing. Yeah, girls yeah. like the triangle things. They do. They do. I just saw it happen with Chemda and two of her friends. What happened? One of them. And Chemda's 40, right? And Chemda's 40. That's what you get for being friends with 20-something-year-olds, I guess. But, uh, yeah, one of them triangulated her out and took, like, it was crazy, like, used her, triangulated her, and then left her behind. Why do you think that women can't get over shit and guys can get over shit? Uh, well, I think it goes back to the comfort with conflict. Like if you're comfortable with conflict and you have an experience of conflict not ending relationships, mm-hmm. as, but just being part of a relationship, then it doesn't feel catastrophic or, you know, like so earth shattering yeah. such that it has to fundamentally alter your relationship. Do uh, next go. Tuck her. Tuck her. Do Do you think if Hillary Clinton had a wiener and was named um Harry Clinton, he would have won. Probably. Like, no doubt. I have no doubt that what, how, when you watched the debate, I'm assuming you watched the debate, where he was hovering hovering, over, yeah. Where he was me tooing. I, that was the most uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought he's, he's never going to win. Right. Well, and she could never win because no matter how she reacted, it would have been wrong. It would have been wrong. It was like it Obama been, could never get angry because right, he's she, black. Correct. So if she got angry, she would have been shrill um, by doing nothing. She looked wooden, like mm-hmm. she wasn't, you know, taking a stand and being fiery. I mean, you, you just can't win. Where is this Me Too shit going? Well, I'd like the Me Too shit to start including more girls. Right. Um, 68% of high school girls say they've been sexually harassed mm-hmm. at one point, according to a Department of Justice study. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's great, obviously, that right. you know, Me Too and Time's Up are focusing on you know giving all kinds of women access mm-hmm. to funding to you know legal defense funds. I mean, legal funds, not defense funds, but legal mm-hmm. funds. Um, the problem, though, is that like girls need to be part of that conversation, and they're not. And a lot that's very common, right? I mean, women's and girls' movements tend to happen very separately from each other. So where is it going? I mean, it needs to age down a little bit. Like we we do need to raise girls who 
take their own voices seriously enough to raise them and say, like, you can't do this to me. And that's part of what my book's about, which is that, like, if girls are constantly feeling like they're not enough as they are, how are they going to take their voices seriously and authorize themselves to do take risks to speak up? Right. So and feel comfortable doing that. Exactly. And just give themselves permission. Um, The Aziz Ansari article. Did you read it? About uh, what's the bad date? Yeah. 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 Thoughts? Um, I think it's hard that she didn't go on the record. Right. Um, I think there was an article by Barry Weiss in the New York Times, which I think summed up kind of how I felt about it, which mm-hmm. is that it felt like a bad date. That Exactly. I read that, too. And it was like you had a bad date. Com- he's in, He doesn't read cues. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I talked about it with Henry and he yeah. said, you know, he was. I, I think it's an emblematic of like. It makes sense to me that it happened because I think it's it's a moment after like Me Too just again started to authorize right. like voices being raised. But I mean, it it kind of came out of nowhere, sort of like that question. Right. But it, like kind of came out of nowhere of like a random website. Oh, don't okay, at me. Fuck you. No, I, I just have was like Aziz on. Sorry, no, I just wish. No, I but I'm just talking. It. it was part of no, the totally. me, the I'm, Me I'm, Too oh thing. It's like it's right. a little sensey. <laughs> sorry. It's so sensey. I'm sorry. Please love Were me. Were we just talking about how you love being roasted? Yeah. Melty sensey. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so it's just jelly. I'm 87%. I don't need to plug my phone in, you fucking assholes. All right, good. <laughs> Tie a car. Tie a car. Um, so I just th- I think that um, it was it was a complicated piece. And yeah, I think I, if we conflate having a bad date with being assaulted, it's not a good place right. for I us think to be. I think it undoes a yeah. lot of the shit. And now, I think it also makes it. There's going to be a real backlash against women, right? If, we're, if we are not careful about, you know, the the how we define assault and transgression mm, of boundaries right. and all of that. I also find, and I've discussed this with other comics. Wait, um, one more thing about that. Yes, go. Go ahead. Go She's. She actually, this is the thing that was hard about that story was that the woman, I think her pseudonym was Grace, really mm-hmm. talked about sort of expecting Aziz Ansari to essentially read her mind. Right. And that's read true. her nonverbal cues. Right. Without really and, um, verbalizing her no. And that, again, is like a really right. slippery slope to go. And down. also, she did do the sexual things he asked her to do. Right. That in and of itself, like, I mean, sure, if she didn't feel like she was giving consent, then. Okay, but essentially, part of what she's angry about was that he didn't read the nonverbal. Right, cues. right, that's right. That's more that, of a problem. Right, yeah. Expecting somebody to do that. Yeah. Have you? I mean, he is—he's kind of a nerd. Well, that's what Henry said. Henry's yeah. like he's probably like was such a nerd. Got yeah. no, and now he's like, fa- and he and he and Henry said, once you have a hard on, that's what rules your life. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he oh, said a guy with a hard on, that's all he thinks about. And he said, you know, he was probably like this nerdy Indian kid who was, you know, and is now like, oh, I can get well, He going. still is a nerd, but, right? But a lot of times. Uh, those kinds of personalities don't, you know, I'm generalizing them as nerds, but, yeah. you know, a lot of personalities that end up being tagged as nerds. Uh, they just right. are, are uh, worse at reading social cues. Right. Now, I have this thing about, so all these new, co- these comics, these younger generation, you know, they're feminists. I think that, and I've discussed this multiple times, that, and I have to get your take, that a lot of these women are getting on stage talking about anal and fucking and sucking dick and balls and ass and shitting. And for me, (laughs) it's like, okay, that's great. You should be able to do whatever you want. But Mm -hmm. I don't think being... This is what Gloria Steinem fought for. Right. (laughs) That's what I think. I mean, it's like, you should just be able to be funny Mm -hmm. and not have to talk like a fucking asshole guy. Like, that's the thing right but maybe this is a period of like writing wrongs and sort of wanting to just or maybe what's the word like it's like, like even the ledger right. yeah and you're just like and there's sort of a glee of like I can say like fuck shit poop but I've been doing that for years no one fucking well yeah look at me I can't get a Netflix special because I don't fit the algorithm well what's, stop what's the algorithm stop doing exactly. your sex and shit jokes no I literally Netflix like I've never been funnier like I, I get better you know you get better as yeah they my manager literally verbatim. Well, first of all, I've aged out of Comedy Central. That was just then, though. Okay, shit like now they. I said, "Come on, every." I mean, they're not even. They shouldn't even call them specials because, like, literally, someone who's like goes to a bar at night three times 
in his life is getting a fucking Netflix special. <laughs> she, he said that they said, I don't fit the algorithm. Oh, I know that because they like micro target. They're like, we're targeting 25 to 35 Okay, but year old they men. love my, but they come to my show. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like they still think I'm fucking funny, you fucking ass. Ow, I just hit my hand. That's just you, you all right. That's stupid. But I want to do a whole bit about the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah, you can call it before your special, you die. The algorithm. You see the algorithm. Yeah, that's what you should Here's call the your algorithm. Special. Yeah, the algorithm. The algorithm. Oh, by the way, that's everyone. A terrible title for us. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> I am. No, no offense. Recording an album. <laughs> this is news. Ding ding ding. Oh, you are really? June. When am I doing it? Let me look I it up. I think it's show. June. Oh, you have to June. June eighteenth at Westside Comedy Club. I need to pack those fucking seats. Okay. June 18th. On it. Um, so. On June 18th. It's a Monday, a Monday, a Monday. My mother used to say that, like, you know, when I'd call her. And, uh, when, when are you coming? I'm in D.C. on June 18th. Go fuck yourself. Um, Thank you. So, um, you're a delight, by the way, Rachel. Thank and you, everyone get this fucking book. Enough as she is. How to help girls beyond impossible standards of success. To live ha- healthy, happy, and fulfilling life. Take do you her. think we'll have? It's called enough. It's as called she take, is. Her. take her. Why do I think Kamala Harris is the greatest thing ever in the history oh, of the world? God, totally. Like, what is it about her? She's classy. She's and I love Maxine Waters. I was about to say, also reclaiming my time. Right, reclaiming. My yeah, time. I will not. What one second? Not once. Like mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah. And all they do, like, how the fuck do they get away with talking about her like that? I just okay. Um, she's a hero. I love them. They're both. Now, we ask our guests. Do you know this? Two questions. I think I may have been given a small heads up. About okay. This. So the first one is, why are you sunburned? It's I was hot just in, in here. Yeah, it's uh, hot in here. You are. I, I just want to yeah. tell everyone that's listening. It is four hundred and seventy-eight degrees. Actually, been a sauna. I lost three pounds <laughs> during this recording. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have to go to your soul saga. Um, what do you think? I think yes. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yes. I'm going to say yes too. Yes mm-hmm. to what? Uh, we're very pro mental health here. We and very uh, judgy. No, we're so not, and we want to. We want anyone who ha- suffers from any anxiety, but whatever depression, to know that do what you have to do. So we always ask all of our guests if they have been on or are taking any sort of drugs for anti. Meds forever, yeah. Deluxapro, yeah, baby, yeah. I can't with the forever. Why? I remember you used to take Effexor, right? We both (laughs) took Effexor at the same time. I'm back on Effexor. Is it it good for you? I just started. I think we were both taking it at the same time. The problem is, the problem is that I my like my heart rate is like with Effexor. It's like Adderall. It's like all the kids. Yeah, I don't know. You don't like it. No, it's no, fine. Lexapro for you? I, like I had Lexapro. to get off the Lexapro. I wanted to eat all the time. I was on Paxil and I gained 30 pounds. <gasps> and I was like, I, they call it pack it on, apparently. Really? Pax it on or pax on, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I so know. I got rid of that. So now I'm doing the uh, Effexor and the Wellbutrin. Oh, okay. Nice and cocktail. Thank you. And then at night, I have a little Trazodone. Oh, Trazodone is legit. Terrific. Dude. That's for real. I do the 50. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes I fall asleep. I don't even need it, but uh, it's a very good. Yeah, they're not messing around with that. Um, we the other question we ask all our guests: What pisses you off more than anything in the like where you Ugh. are just like I fucking hate you? Like what? All right. I mean, I can't. It's hard for me to designate more than anything, but I could give you uh, <laughs> two that <laughs> just dropped. <laughs> First of all, the fucking heat in here. Look, I look think we're me. all. I think we're all decompensating. Yeah, at this go point. ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. So, can ahead. you open the door? Can yes. you do the can thing? Can you fan oh, me? Fuck. Yeah. All right. I dropped your phone. Can Sorry. Someone fan me. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, what pisses you off so far? Two things. One, when somebody says, "I'm sorry you feel that way." Oh, I fucking Good one. hate that. That is fucking everyone, great. Everyone who says that is going to burn in hell. Right. Whoa. With a picture of my face what on do the you wall. Th- what is the subtext? <laughs> if you could, what's going to be saying? Okay, okay. Rachel Simmons. I'm sorry you I feel that, that way. Too. But what is the subtext of I'm sorry you feel that way? It's I'm so sorry that you're so reactive. Um, right. Usually I'm sorry you feel that way comes right after um, that's my experience and this is your experience. Right. right? That's like the progressive right. like. So it's basically like um, 
I'm sorry that you took offense at this thing that I had nothing to do with. Right. But also the I'm sorry part is the wrong part because they're not fucking sorry. That's what they're saying. They're saying, I'm not sorry. Right. I'm sorry. It's fucking bullshit. This is so hard for you. Who takes the, who does that more often? Men or women says, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh God, I don't know. That's, Yeah. I don't know. I gotta tell you. Can I tell you the other thing yeah, that really pisses of course. me off? I love that. Um, I'm a single mom by choice. What? Okay. Ding. <laughs> and a single. I don't Wait, like it when sp- married just... people. What? Yeah. Can you just? Is the sperm Jewy? Half Jew, half Z. It's actually great to have half Z because Jews are so crazy that I'm I like know really happy you get a little less Z. mental illness. Yeah, in. Like hopefully less for my daughter. Yeah. What was the other half? Uh, like maybe Irish. Oh, that's good. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Decker. Because they're, they're, they're so even-tempered. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when when married people are like, I'm a single parent this week because my wife's out oh, of town. Oh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't with that I wanna, shit. I want to hurt those people. Wait, it's hard for what me. does that even mean? I'm a single parent this week. I'm a single week. mom because my wife's away or my husband's out of town right. and I'm single parenting. The, all right. Yeah, no, you're not. Away. <laughs> are you the sole breadwinner right. for your right. family? Like, are you the right. only person that it gets called when there's a problem? Right. Like, yeah, no. This. Not so much. Here's another thing. When I talk to comics and they're like, I'm so fucking tired. And I just want to fucking. Oh, really? Really? Do you have to get up at 6 a.m. and make fucking lunches and then totally. take your kid to school? You After fucking you went to ask. Bed at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. 10 o'clock. Oh my God. I'm just, right. I, can't. I never thought about how you had to do that. Ugh, it was horrible. Because my only other friend who's a comic, like Ari, sends me messages at 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I can't go to sleep. And, and it's wakes like, up at noon. Wait, this is the other thing. Why don't you just go to sleep at like 11 o'clock? Because I'm fucking. Because that's For not my clock, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Right. That sucks. It is. I used to do it. I then I get up. I take them to school. But then I would try to like go back to bed. It's hard because then you you're not getting. I don't know. What? I have one more thing that what? I was just thinking about, which is um when my daughter was like maybe two. Yeah. We were at a playground talking to this married woman who I don't know that well, but whatever. She's like in my married to a man. Like, oh, married to a man, and she was like making conversation with me, and she was like, so um we were talking about cooking and I was like, what do you like to cook? And she's like, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, what do you like to cook? And then she goes, oh yeah, but you don't have a family. So <laughs> like in other words, like I'm probably eating out of a Taka. Taka. She and I, did not. I swear to God. What'd like, you say? I, I, I was like, I mean, I was just a right in shock. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I was also like very new mom. Right. I think if somebody said that to me now, I would just like put, put them over my wait, wait. knee and like. Have you ever bumped them? into that cunt again? No, I've fully seen her. I don't think she registered what kind of remark that was. And every oh. time my, my little girl says, Mama, I love our family, which is like me and her and the dog. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, to, you like fucking cunt. You know, like that's it was. A, yeah, that's a beautiful. That's family. horrible. Families come in all shapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does Tar- your mother help a lot with Car- Estee? Yeah, Tar- once Car- a month. Once a month. She, she comes. Co- she's for how long? Coming tomorrow. She usually comes for about three nights. It's excellent. And then, she, you know, she, it's really helpful. I mean, because most of my income is from traveling and speaking. Right. Hire um, me. Hire me. And, uh, um, just kidding. What? What? Where no, she's not just food kidding. in my mouth. Hire her. <laughs> um, anyway, I, uh, a lot of my income is from that. And so, uh, right. yeah. Uh, and what does your father help? Uh, negative, right? And just Joshy Washy come and he help. He comes. He comes once a year out, no, not really to help. He lives in California, right? Does he have He's a San boyfriend? Francisco? He has a husband and four dogs. Four dogs? Yeah, it's a lot of dogs. Does he say, like well, five right, vacuums? Wait, this is the other thing. This is the other thing that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> um, here are my kids, and it's a fucking picture of their cat and their fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that first of all yeah oh you're like oh let me see a picture of your kids these are my cats it's like really oh that's yeah. so interesting because i leave what i do is i have a little door that my kids can climb through to go outside and i have a bowl of water and some food uh-huh. and i mean right. get related do you call People- wag for your kids too yeah i also related like people's okay cupid like dating profile pictures with their animals Oh, I can't. Selfies with their dogs. I find that to be an immediate turn off. But also the look at a picture of my dog. It's like your dog looks like every other dog of that breed. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just dog back. Okay. Everyone hates me. By the way, I love dogs. I love, and I had cats. She actually, I love dogs. I love dogs. Judy Judy asked me about my now deceased dog. Like one of the first questions she asked was, how's my dog? Which I give you a lot of points for that. Thank you. 
Thank you. I love dogs. All right. So where can people... um, well, people can buy Enough As She Is on the Amazon. On the Amazon. On Rachel, the Bronze and Noble. On the Indie Bound. Uh, and in, in most bookstores. Um, Participating bookstores. Uh, and then where are you going to be? Um, God, where am I going to be? Nowhere. Well, no, you're doing, order. you work, you, I'm you on are. I'm all the time. You can go to my website, rachelsimmons.com. To That's find out. two M's, you assholes. <laughs> and uh, Instagram, Twitter, at, at jewish.com to find out. Oh, yeah, at Rachel J. Simmons, at me. I love reading my ads. Yeah. What's at? What is that? At Rachel J. Simmons on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, Hennessy. Follow. You're so lucky to have Hennessy. Do you appreciate Hennessy? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I just really bring out the Jew in me, Judy. This is the best day. Ever. I think this was a really. F- I had so much I fun. Thank time. you for coming. Like I nations. know. I have not giggled. I, that was a lot. <laughs> Um, Rachel, will you c- come back? I'd love to. Do you say that's all the guests, though? No, I don't. Um, listen. Can we be in a climate-controlled room? Yeah. Next <laughs> time? This is fucking getting on my nerves. The other thing is, th- I'm going to say something so bad right now that you're going to get so annoyed. So come back when you have another book. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ma. <laughs> Rachel, you're welcome. Thanks, Tonga Ma. back. The next one, it's enough as she is. It's like not been... enough. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Never enough. <laughs> Never enough. Say hi to Esty. I will. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Say hi to your mother. I hope. I don't I know hope, if she remembers me. I hope me. to see you in New England. Yes, you'll see of me. She does. You're like tell, famous. Yeah. Tell her I said hi. Um. And to Josh. And to Joshy Washy. Uh, Dennis. I'll write to him. And uh, <laughs> June 18th, Westside Comedy Club. Yeah, but I have other gigs. Wait, what other gigs do I have? Oh, June 16th. I'm at the Raz Room in New Hope. It's such an annoying name of a club. Why don't you R-R-A-Z-Z. perform in Northampton when you come up? Oh, that's a good idea. Do Why they have a club there? Gig? Yeah. What a club? The Hamptons. Uh, the Iron club. Horse. Music All right, club. I'll do you it. Perform there. It'd be amazing. I'm serious. Let's okay, I'll do it. Um, I'm doing the LPAC benefit at Town Hall, which is honoring uh, Billy Jean. King. Oh, that's funny. Who you um, played tennis with I did. recently. I recently did. Are you serious? I am, um, yeah, yes. I just wrote her an email and she didn't write me back. Oh, Take she care. hates you. Tara. <laughs> um, I'm going to be at the Art House in Provincetown on May 26th. That's Labor, I mean Memorial Day weekend. What else am I doing? Oh, the Art House. I did. I just did another episode of Friends from College. So now I'm recovering. Um, anyway. Should I watch that show? I don't know. I, uh, I haven't watched <laughs> Which one? By the way, I think my bo is raging, and I just want to say, really? You guys, can you guys smell me? No, not at all. I'm starting to smell myself in the room. It's cool. Wait. No, I'm. Yeah, I no, smell I'm pretty. Cool. I took a nice. I shower. smell like that gym. Nice Ugh. that you were with with Ben. Uh, anyway, Hennessy, do you have anything to say? How's the transition uh, going? This was awesome. Yeah. It's going all right, I think. Yeah. All right. Good. Are you doing more hormones now or no? No, I'm staying on a very, very small dose. Uh-huh. Um, the doctor said I already had an excess of testosterone Duh. before I started, yeah. so I don't need that much. And does anyone call you a girl ever? Um, today, actually, when I was getting your coffee, uh, the chick was like, ma'am. And I turned around and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I said, it's cool. I'm pretty. And she said, a little bit. So I'm not Oh, really so there was a little really bit of maybe fingering going on in there. There was some want. She <laughs> right. definitely wanted to be fingered. Okay, so that's good. So yeah, so uh, it's pretty good. Nice guns, by the way. Oh, yeah, thank you. Like the guns. He's really thank into you. his fucking. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It looks good. Coming after Mateo Lane. Oh God! All right, listen. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for having me, Judy. You're welcome. You were terrific, Rachel. Terrific. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. And thank you all for listening to Kill Me Now. And as we always say, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Subscribe and come on because I fucking got to make some money. I'm not making any money doing this. All right. Subscribe subscribe. on iTunes. And if you haven't listened on iTunes in a while, go back and subscribe again. Wait, what about Android? People want to know where to subscribe and rate. I I thought we're on SoundCloud. Rate it. Yeah, rate it, you fuckheads. Don't hate it. Five stars. What about um, SoundCloud? I have to do that manually. So let me just. That's what she said. I I need to guess. Yeah. Sorry. That is so immature. Yeah. I love it. That'll never get old. Um, so yeah, look, I am working on getting our, at the last company we were at with, um, what were they? Shit.com. Yeah. Play Uh, dot shit. Play dot shit. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
That's your second condition. <laughs> yeah. I hurt myself. Um, they, for some reason, wouldn't let us post on any platforms. Right. And so, even They're though, really like, good. whatever. Uh, so, look, I'm working on it. It's okay. going to be up there. Okay. Getting it on platforms. You're going to have it on your Android. You'll have it on Judy's website. Just, I just, give me a second. Because I need to also work and make money and pay rent, and then I'll get right on it. Okay. Thank well, you, it, you wouldn't have to do that if we could make some fucking That's money true. from this. That's true. Too. Fucking, yeah. yeah. All right. If listen. you want, if you want us to sponsor anything, if you look, if you have a business or yeah, a product, anything, or whatever. We're, well, I'm like, I'm a really good pusher. But, <laughs> you push them in. Yeah. But if you do uh, want to, you know. Hit us up, info at judygold.com, and let us know because, you know, it's not just up to yeah. uh, the agency we're with anymore. We have a little more freedom over um, your show now. Yeah, and thanks. so we can sponsor whoever we want. So if we're into your product or into your service yeah, and baby. we like you, yeah. we'll talk about you on the show. <laughs> Amen. All right. And as we always say, so long. Everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.